Tune in to ADT Sports. Uh, and, but hold, oh, I guess I gotta give a timeout. No hair gel from Austin. Uh, Steven, are you supposed to have gel? I I do. Like I have my. It's it's it, it just doesn't look any different. Like, I, this, it, but this is this is a lot heavier than what I would have normally had. It just doesn't look any different. I I promise. This is a, a lot of stuff there uh, that I have in here. It's going to be uh, interesting when I go to Titans rookie minicamp to see how hot it is and see what, how the gel reacts to that. But anyway, let, now let's officially get it started. Uh, welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I am Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry in for Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, Got to make sure uh, you follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We share those links there. We'll be posting TikTok content from Titans Rookie Minicamp uh, later on this uh, today as well. Uh, but also, got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for us and they help out you guys with Wilson County Hyundai. Check them out, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Make them a part of your car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at Wilson County Hyundai. Dot com, the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, boneandjointtn.org, and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So, Jack, the schedule is out. Uh, I provided us all with three predictions yesterday on the show, how many did I get right? Remember, my predictions yesterday were. I've got my notebook uh, right here in front of in front of me. My three predictions yesterday were four primetime games, uh, home opener against the Bengals, and bye week will be early in week six or week seven. So that that is what my predictions were. I went two for three. Because I got four primetime games correct, but I did not get the home opener correct, and I did get the early bye week correct. So here is our first look at the schedule, right? This is what made me uh, work so hard this morning while the show is a little bit late. But I put it all together. There's a lot of things that went into this. Hmm. But week one opening against the New York Giants in Nissan Stadium, those four primetime games. Uh, I got them right here in this graphic. Monday Night Football Week 2 in Buffalo. Sunday Night Football Week 9 in Kansas City. Uh, week 11 on Prime Thursday Night Football. A new meeting, the prime time uh, there for the NFL this year. And that's Week 11. And then Week 17 at home against the Dallas Cowboys also on Thursday Night Football. Jack, how do you feel? Oh, and I almost forgot. Week six bye. So I nailed that. I went two out of three. How do you feel about my predictions? You did great. I mean, you got a little greedy trying to predict when the Titans were playing the Bengals. That's tough no matter who it is. Yeah. And obviously the NFL, what was it? NFL schedule update guy, whatever, proved to be a complete sham. Yeah. So uh, the Christmas Day game is not happening. But I thought Thank you did God. Well. Thank God the Christmas Day game is not happening. <laughs> yeah, so I think they're playing on Christmas Eve instead. Um so you did pretty well, though. I mean, six week six or seven by that that's a tough one to nail. You got it. Nailed Four it. primetime games. I, I was going three yesterday, but Nailed they squeezed it. in an extra Thursday night football game. So the Titans are playing on Thursday twice um, this season. Look, it's a, it's a funky looking schedule. And number one, it's a first place schedule. It's, you know, and Austin and I were talking about it on this past week's Titan Up podcast with Ben Arthur from the Tennessee. And great episode, by the way. You guys should check that out if you haven't already. Even with a first-place schedule, the Titans have the 24th-ranked strength of schedule in the NFL. It's a it's a soft schedule, and the reason why I say it's a soft schedule is because you're still playing the Texans and the Jaguars twice, right? That's four games between two teams who probably aren't going to sniff seven wins this year. So, you know, while, yeah, you're, you've got the AFC West, you got to go out to Kansas City, you got to go out to L.A. to play the Chargers, you also have the NFC East or the NFC Least. Um, so th there's, there's some stuff to like, I don't really like how it shapes up towards the end of the season. Um, there, there's a stretch in week 16 and week 17 where they got to play two games in six days. And this is at the back end of a long NFL season yeah. Th that, that concerns me, but we're going to get into what I love and what I don't like, but Austin, I got to ask you, 
when do I take this shot? Because I, I've got this thing ready to roll. Is it at the end of the show? Is it is it a now thing? Do, do I just take it the next time you do an ad read? What how does this work? Um, we can do it now. If you if you are ready to do that shot of sake, which is what you just happen to have available. <laughs> you you said you forgot to go to the store I had, uh, I, yesterday yeah. after the show. And so you just have to take what's left over. And right now you're just gonna go roll with a Shot of sake. Show us what you got. Go here. I'll, ma- I'll make it quick. So here's the sake um, for you guys. It's like a seven dollar <laughs> bottle. It's, it's some, seven dollars. One of my friends brought it over like two months ago to do sake bombs before going somewhere. So uh, I forgot to go to the liquor store after um, dinner with my grandparents yesterday. I had dinner with my grandparents celebrate Mother's Day. Yeah, um, that's for my good grandmother. For you. Yeah, so we did that, and I totally forgot. So I'm I'm using leftovers today. I'm gonna do a quick quick shot. I like my sake warm, Ugh. you know. Yeah, but uh, exactly. we're gonna do a cold Hot one sake. real quick. Yeah, yeah, this is a room temperature sake. I, yeah, I agree with Ryan. Stuff. That's that's gross. Uh, Paula D says bottoms up. Steven says he's taking a shot of Jack. So all right, Jack, I'm down that's... the hatch it goes. I'm gonna pop this sprite here. Just just don't just fun. don't yak everywhere afterward. Oh, you got a chaser. Uh sprite with sake yeah. sounds fantastic. All right, down it goes. <laughs> not, not terrible, but not good. <laughs> oh, can of sprite was that a sprite tall boy? Told you I had to, I had to go to the I had to go to the gas station last night to get it. Oh yeah, but you could. All, go I, all I drink store. is water in this house, so yeah, I hear you. All right, so we got that out of the way. So uh, now Jack, Saki Jack, here on the Friday show of A to Z Sports. Let's go ahead and dive into this schedule even deeper because I got two of my three predictions correct with the four primetime games uh, and the early bye week in week six. I missed the home opening opponent. I knew, I thought it was going to be a, a home opener, uh, and it is. So here's the schedule once again, uh, opening against the Giants at the Bills. We knew Raiders week three. Colts week four in Indy at Washington week five. Then there's that bye before coming back to Indianapolis. So there's a lot of really good things on this schedule and a lot to get to. So the first question we want to ask everybody this morning is what do you like most about this Titan schedule? What do you like the most about this Titan schedule? There's a lot of different ways uh, that you can take this. So what do you like most about this Titan schedule? Uh, and let me tell you guys, Hey, if you're looking for tickets, TennesseeTickets.com has you covered because they've already got all the tickets up there. Uh, I'm going to post a link right now uh, for TennesseeTickets.com for all the Titans home game tickets in the chat right as we speak. It's about to go. uh, Oops, uh, my Google Chrome jumped on me, which is annoying. But yeah, TennesseeTickets.com is where to go for all of your Titans tickets. It's a locally owned company. It's a safe ticketing company, so you're not going to get screwed whatsoever uh, by the bigger brands who don't care about you, uh, the loyal Nashville or Tennessean or Titans fan. Tennessee tickets will. They absolutely will care for you, and they'll do what's right by you. If you have, you're looking for group tickets, if you want a specialty ticket, you can call them, and they'll serve it up for you. There's zero hidden fees as well. So when you look at the ticket price at the beginning of the process, that price will be the same at checkout. Where if you go to Ticketmaster, the price at checkout just skyrockets up. So it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what game you want to go to. TennesseeTickets.com for your Titans home and away games. Check them out at TennesseeTickets.com. Hey, y'all, with the schedule coming out in the NFL, there's going to be a lot of win-loss season totals that are going to be available on BetMGM. We'll talk about that a little later on this off season, but there's a great promotion we're offering right now on BetMGM. Download the MGM, BetMGM Sportsbook app, use promo code A to Z 200, and you put a $10 money line wager on any of the NBA teams in action tonight. There's a great series going on between the Bucks and Celtics. The Grizzlies are trying to stave off elimination once again in Golden State tonight. Put $10 on one of those teams' money lines, and when one single three-pointer is made in that contest, that $10 automatically turns into $200. $10 to $200 with code A to Z200 upon sign up on the BetMGM Sportsbook app when one team in the game you bet on hits one single three-pointer. It's a free $200. Take advantage with code A to Z200. And shout out to Sean who did this yesterday. He was DMing us last night on Instagram asking for help, and we helped him out, and Sean got his 200 bucks. <laughs> so I don't know how his money line bet went, but Sean got his 200 bucks. So we got Doesn't that. Matter, yeah, yeah so, so join the BetMGM family today. Uh, with us here at A to Z. Okay, so the question is, what do you like most 
about the Titans schedule. What do you like most about the Titans schedule? Jack, I'm going to send you to the comment section to see what everybody's saying, and then we'll kind of diagnose uh, where we're at with it, with all this. Yeah, uh, Ken says he thinks it's uh, important to get that Colts game out of the way early. Both of uh, them. Yeah, both of them. Before Halloween, he, he, you know, he likes to know what direction the team's going to be headed in um, early on in the season. We've, we've got some more more games than usual or later than 12 noon. That's what happens when you play the AFC West, well, right? You go Jake, up the West a few times. Well, Jacob says eight non-noon Sunday games, right? Like, isn't that kind of wild? Because mm -hmm. Titans are noon kickoff central. Well, you open up the season with the Giants at 325. I don't know why, but the Texans game in Houston is scheduled for the 3 o'clock kickoff too. And then we knew the Chargers in L.A. would be a later kickoff yeah. as well on a Sunday. But, yeah three afternoon games uh, on Sundays as of right now. Yeah, Titans fans should thank their lucky stars that uh, Kirk Cousins is not the quarterback here. He'd have a tough year with the schedule. Yeah. Bo likes the primetime games. There's four of them. It's going to be a fun year. All four games are going to be fun, I, in my opinion. I think it's going to be a great time um, for Titans football on you know in front of a national stage. We'll see how they perform. They've typically performed well under Vrabel with the spotlight on them. Week 18 versus the Jags, says Carl. Get the Jags in the last game of the season. Now, the Titans should take note of what happened with the Colts last season with the Jaguars. Yes. And that, that they're going to be coming off two games in six days before they get to the Jags, which they will have extended rest for. I do like having extended rest going into week 18, knowing what's in front of you. You got a mini buy before the Bengals game, so a little extra time to prepare for uh, the Bengals, who the Titans will be seeking revenge against this year. Um, you got Packers game in November instead of December. It's still going to be cold in Green Bay. It's still going to be cold, but that's, right, that is so good. Let's pause there because this is one of the things that I noticed as well that I liked, and I'll pull up the schedule again in its entirety. Let's look at, you know, week, week 13. And I don't know if anybody noticed this, but you see that week 13, I didn't use the Eagles logo. I use AJ Brown's Eagles helmet head. <laughs> so week 13 is the beginning of December. Let's look at those, look at the, 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 the locations of those games. At Philadelphia on December 4th, early December. Like, you don't know what the weather is going to be like. Then you're home at LA. It's kind of in a covered facility there at SoFi, but warm weather late in the year. You're at home versus the Texans, at home versus the Cowboys, and at Jacksonville, warm weather in early January. I mean, isn't that wild? Because let's think about it last year. Last year, the Titans had to go to New England late in the year, to Pittsburgh late in the year. And so you don't really have any of those cold weather games. Uh, and then two years ago, as was the commenter mentioned, at Green Bay in the snow, late Sunday night football game, I believe that was the second or third to last game of the season when it was a blizzard up there. There's no real cold weather games. I mean, I feel like you can get, like that Packers game is the week before Thanksgiving. Like it's like mid November. Like you might get a balmy, nice Green Bay uh, evening that night on Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. Yeah, no, you're right. And I, I wonder if Titans fans like that because in the past, Titans the Titans have done well in the cold. Why? Because Derrick Henry beats up on you for 60 minutes, gets harder to tackle as the game goes on. Nobody likes to tackle in the cold weather, especially not El Tractor Cito. So it does make things tougher on defenses, but. Uh, you know, maybe it helps Ryan Tannehill throw the ball a little better late in the season. Give him some confidence heading into what, you know, the Titans Titans fans hope to be a, a, a you know, a little longer stay in the playoffs than years past. So it, it, that is a good point, and it's a, an interesting angle to look at when you take an approach at uh, just the end of the back half of the Titans schedule, I should say. But warm weather football team, you hope you can get it done. I mean, you're in Nashville. That should be fine. Um, uh, Derek Henry, you know, whether it's cold or warm outside, he's going to be stiff arming dudes. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, uh, that, that is an interesting note though. Yeah. So Jack, what is your, what do you like the most about this schedule? For me, it's the extended rest. You want to play, you know, when, when you get an extra three days, when you get an extra week coming off a of bye, you want to play the best teams on your schedule. Then you want to have as, as much time to prepare for those teams as possible. They, they obviously Monday night against the Bills. I don't really count that since both teams will be on equal rest. But then it's well, the Bills actually have a lot of rest because the okay. Bills open up the season Thursday night in week one against point. the Rams. So they so, got 11 days rest. So, so that's not even really an advantage for the Titans in week two, but it starts in week seven. Coming off a of bye, you get to host the Colts. 
That's a huge game for the Titans. There's no reason why the Titans should lose that game if everybody's healthy. So you get the Colts coming off a bye in week seven. I think that's a pivotal game in the season. That'll be the second time you play the Colts too. So you've got to capitalize on week four in Indianapolis. If you win in Indianapolis in week four, that's a hell of a start to the schedule. Hell of a first half of the season in the in the AFC South. Next comes week 12. They host Cincinnati, the Bengals, after going to Green Bay on Thursday night. They're going to have a week and a half to prepare for the Bengals, which the, you know I think a lot of Titans fans, a lot of NFL media, they're going to, you know, it's going to be a point where the Titans could be jockeying for seeding position against the Bengals, whether the Bengals win the division and the Titans win the division, or they're both in the wild card hunt. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a huge advantage there. And then obviously week 18, anything can happen in week 18. The Colts lost to the Jaguars last year in Jacksonville to miss out on the playoffs. The Titans get an, an extra few days of rest after playing on Thursday night against Dallas. So they'll, they should be fully prepared, 10 days rest, facing a you know a Jaguars team that they haven't had any problems with in the last five years. So that should be a winnable game. And, you know, it's uh, the NFL, it comes down to week 18 for most of these teams. For the Titans, yeah. it's going to come down to week 18, just like it will for the Colts. You need every, you, you know, you, you it's good to have the Colts on the back end. They've had to face the Texans. And, and even last year, you saw what the Texans provided late in the season. I mean, they, they played the Titans to the wire mm-hmm. with Davis Mills and, you know, just kind of, kind of, an island of misfit toys over there in Houston. So Jacksonville week 18 on extra rest, that's going to be big. The Titans have to find a way to win that, but you get Indianapolis and Cincinnati on extended rest, two teams that you should beat. You, you have, you, you know, at home against Indianapolis and at home against the Bengals. If you win those two games, you're, you're sitting pretty. We'll talk about a a concerning trend because I do think there is, you know, you talk about the primetime games. Usually that means you follow up a team, on short rest, right? So you've got, and we'll talk about concerns here in a bit, but uh, short rest against the Raiders, right? Raiders can be an interesting team to watch with Devontae Adams there teaming up with this college uh, quarterback, Derek Carr. Then you've got short rest after the Chiefs game before the Broncos, and then short rest <clears throat> after the Broncos before you go see Aaron Rodgers. And then short rest after the Texans before, you know, Dak Prescott and the boys come to Nashville. So, you know, there's a, there's some good and bad things about playing those Thursday night games. I did think the dual Thursday night games uh, was interesting. My favorite thing, Jack, is that I bitched about not wanting to uh, be on Christmas Day yesterday. I didn't realize that I was also going to avoid Christmas Day and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. <laughs> yes. What a damn gift, guys. I mean, seriously, what a gift because you're looking at the Cowboys coming on a Thursday night, which is December 29th. So you you have a stress-free, Titans-free New Year's Eve weekend. So I think that's huge. I love that that fact. And I like the fact that these primetime games are spaced out, right? Like you've got uh, you've got one in September. I think that Chiefs game is at the very beginning of of November. So then you've got another mid to late November and then a late December. So there's four primetime games in total, and they're pretty cut evenly throughout uh, the entire uh, season. So I like the balance of it, right? There's also another positive thing to like about this schedule too is that there's no like insane murderer's row. Now we'll talk about the tough stretch from Kansas City to Philadelphia here in a bit. But I like the fact that the end of the season, Jags, Texans, Jags, three games you absolutely have to win. Now the Chargers and Cowboys are going to be tough, but you've got Jags, Texans, Jags there at the end. Then at the beginning of the schedule, the Giants, that's a game you should absolutely win. So you've got a very winnable home opener in week one. Then you go to Washington in week five, that's a game you should win. After a tough Colts game in week seven, you go to Houston. That's a game you should win. So sprinkled in to this first place schedule where you play five division winners and seven playoff teams from a year ago, you've got a couple relief weeks in there. Now, the Titans have to be able to take advantage of those relief weeks by not losing to the Jets, not losing to the Bengals two years ago, and taking advantage of Washington and Houston and 
the Giants in the first week of the season, unlike they did last year. You're absolutely right. And another thing that, that you didn't mention, um, the four games that they're playing with short rest, three of those are at home. So you don't have to go on the road aside from the Green Bay game on Thursday night with short rest already, you know, and you factor in an extra day of travel. So that's a bonus as well. The Denver game in week 10 at home, sandwiched in between the Chiefs and the Packers, that's a that's a primetime sandwich at home against Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos, who are going to be much improved this year. That's probably the most difficult home game on the schedule, with the way I look at it, just because of the spot the Titans will be in. Um, so, yeah, you know, th- there's a lot to like, like I said, but um, the primetime games are good. The, the short rest, I like that. The early buy, I don't love that, and we're going to get into why I don't yep. like that here in a minute. Yeah. But, um, y- you know, it's – the thing that I mentioned yesterday, I wanted a, 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 as soft of a September as you could possibly get for the Titans. You open up at home against the Giants. They're going to have Evan Neal, a rookie, starting on the offensive line. The, the Titans' D-line should be able to take advantage of that. You have Chandler Jones and Taylor Lewan. That's a rematch in week three with the Raiders. Obviously, anything can happen in Buffalo. That's going to be really tough. The Titans have had the Bills number the last mm-hmm. two seasons. But, again, these games are always so close, six of the last seven being decided by one score. So, and then you get the Colts in week four on the road. That, that's not a that's not a walk in the park for September. But if you come out of there 500, then that sets you up for the next half of your schedule or the next you well, know month we'll, of your schedule. We'll get to the uh, we'll get to our schedule predictions. And yes, thank you for Mr. Clean saying Logan Ryan is not a giant. Logan Ryan is not on the Giants anymore. He's on Tampa. So we'll see him in training camp when Tom Brady and Logan Ryan come to Nashville for training camp practices. Okay, well, Tom Jack, Brady won't be coming anywhere, right? What? Oh, yeah, I guess Tom Brady will. Training camp. Yeah, training camp. You're right. Training camp, joint practices. Of course. I can't wait. I'm like slobbering over that right now. All right, so, Jack, let's go ahead and get to this. You have a trend that Titans fans should take note of. So, we're going to get to Jack's trend. I have no idea really where this trend is going to go, but a trend that Titans fans should take note of with parts of their schedule. But real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, nowhere to go, nowhere to turn to because getting hurt sucks. It's inconvenient. It's painful. It's annoying. It's expensive. Let the Bone and Joint Institute help you out and get you back to recovery and do it the right way with the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And when I say region, I mean Middle Tennessee, I mean, Southern Kentucky, Northern Alabama, boneandjointtn.org. Guys, if you're into sports betting and you do not have the BetMGM app downloaded onto your phone, you need to change that as soon as the show ends. Download the BetMGM app. New users, you get to use code A to Z200, that's A-T-O-Z 200, and place a $10 money line wager on any of the four NBA teams in action tonight. Like I mentioned earlier, you got the Bucks and Celtics and the Grizzlies and Warriors. Put $10 on one of those teams' money lines, and that turns into $200 when a single three-pointer is made in that game. Turn $10 into $200 with code A to Z200 in the NBA tonight. There's a couple of great games. Really hoping the Grizz stay alive, but remember, $10 on one of those four teams' money line turns into $200 when a single three-pointer is made in both in each of or any of those games. The game you bet on, I should say. Sloppy end of the ad read, but you get it. All right, so Jack, Tell us what this trend is that you that you found yesterday or last night after the schedule came out. Yeah, so I got curious. My brain works in, in just a, a way that I couldn't even begin to describe. I don't really understand. My brain kind of just takes over sometimes. So when I'm you know in stat mode because I'm a I'm a stat head. I, I like to I like to figure out you know has trends and stuff that, that has happened before or numbers that intrigue me. So when the Titans schedule came out and I saw the early buy the week six buy, mm-hmm. I, I, I started thinking. I was like, hmm. I wonder what kind of success teams with an early buy have had, you know, in the in the past, you know, handful of seasons. I went back all the way to 2013, and it turns out that having an early buy, a buy before Week Nine, which is essentially the halfway point in the NFL schedule, mm-hmm. a bye week before Week Nine, has not been great for many of these teams. You know, you look at the two teams that have played in the Super Bowl for the past nine seasons since 2013. Just one of those teams. To, that ended up winning the Super Bowl had a bye week prior to week nine. That was Peyton Manning's Denver Broncos in 2015. 
So just one team with a bye week before week nine has won the Super Bowl. And there has only been four teams that have made the Super Bowl with a bye week before week nine since 2013. Those teams, the last team to do it, the Niners in 2018, the, the Panthers and Broncos both did it in 2015. And then you have the Seahawks who lost to the Patriots in 2014. So getting to the Super Bowl with an early bye week is tough to do because you know what? Your team's your team's going to be tired by the time the playoffs come around. The, mm-hmm. the reason why I hate the Titans bye week being that early in particular is because, like I mentioned, they're going to play two games in six days from week 16 to week 17. They're already going to be worn out by that point. And then you got to go two times in six days to pretty much end the season before you go to the Jacksonville on 10 days rest. Yeah. And so uh, Brandon says five games in a bye. That's going to be 12 games straight playing football. Them boys are going to be tired. <laughs> yeah, and I wouldn't count on the Titans having a bye heading into the playoffs this season. Either. No, no, I mean, not this year, not with this AFC. But, like, you know, you're right. Like, that's very interesting. 12 games, 12 weeks in a row is tough after that bye. And you got a lot of – you got five divisional games, you know, in the 12 weeks. Um, you're going back and forth. You also have two Thursday night games. I think that's what's fascinating because the Thursday night games are kind of a double-edged sword because on the front end, you got short rest, but on the back end, you've got that mini buy and the Titans have two mini buys after their early buy. So if you beat the Texans and then beat the Cowboys, that mini buy feels a lot better going into week 18 that goes into the playoffs, right? But yeah. that's asking, that's putting a lot on bodies. If you beat the, I mean, you're looking at Broncos, Packers, man, just split them, win one of those, right? <laughs> like if two tough teams in four or five days with travel involved, you just got to win one of those two, right? Yeah, you're it, right. Before you get the mini buy before the Bengals. So the double-edged sword of Thursday night football is, is interesting to see how it works. The Titans this season will not be will hopefully not be limping into their bye week like they were last year. You remember the Patriots were the last game before that bye week in week 13. And when you get there, it's kind of an empty the tank situation when you have a bye week on the horizon. You want everybody to give all they have, but at week 13 in the NFL, there there isn't a lot left to give, really, to head into your bye week. The Colts have a week 14 bye week, by the way, which is going to be really tough on them. So, you know, you either get it early or you get it late. I don't think it's great. I think, you know, the honey hole is kind of week eight to week 11. Um, the Titans well, missed that on what that. your research said it's week nine to week 11, right? Exactly. It's those three weeks right smack dab in the middle of it uh, that help out. But like I like I was getting to, you know, again, that game against the Patriots, it just seemed like the Titans were out of gas that late in the season. The good thing about it is early in the season is that will be an empty the tank kind of game. When uh when you head into your bye week, um after I believe Washington, yeah. So and that's a road game. Road games are tough to win the NFL, no matter who it is. Even Washington, even when the Titans will probably have more fans in the building than Washington will. But yeah, you know, limping into the bye week is not something the Titans will likely do this season. Um, granted, or you know, assuming that nobody, no major injuries, hopefully occur in those first mm-hmm. few weeks. But yeah, it's 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 going to be a long twelve weeks to end the season, especially with the you know the two games in six days on the back half. The Titans have to start well, I think, to set them up for success, just because of how tired they're probably going to be coming down the stretch. And and we have to like remember, last year was such a crazy season for the Titans, and really, if you count what the last two years because of their COVID situation in the twenty twenty season, right in the middle of it, where they've had to use so many players. So will the Titans catch a break from the football gods this year? <laughs> Seriously. No, I mean, like, I think that that goes up. There's a lot that goes into that. Can they catch a break from the football gods or will for the third year in a row, the football gods strike down on the Tennessee Titans with lightning that, you know, affects their availability and health throughout the year. That's, That's a factor. Luck and injury luck is always a factor in teams winning it all. and when they happen throughout the year. Oh yeah. It's, it's about being healthy at the right time, getting healthy at the right time. Injury luck throughout the season has to go your way. You look at all the teams that have really won a Super Bowl in the last handful of years. 
they've had decent injury luck. I mean, I get that the Rams lost Robert Woods last year, but they found a way to replace him with OBJ. Um, so then they lost yeah, OBJ. <laughs> they lost OBJ, yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, his contributions in the Super Bowl were enough. I think he scored the first touchdown of that game. Yeah, luckily I won my Bet MGM prop bet for Odell <laughs> Beckham before he tore his ACL again. Thank God. But yeah, the football gods, the Tennessee Titans, for whatever reason, are, are not, you know, the favorite son of the football gods. The football oh, gods yeah. like to turn a blind eye to the Titans. So I wouldn't count on any of that. But um, you, you know, it's it's unpredictable. You can't just like the Ravens last year, they lost a handful of guys and they kind of, the wheels fell off late in the season. They, yeah. I think they could have won that division. The Bengals may not have made the playoffs last year if the Ravens stayed healthy. So it's, you know, it's a fluky situation and the Titans haven't caught much luck lately, but you'd have to assume the tables will turn eventually. Yeah, no doubt. Now, Danny says, honest question. How many games do the Titans have their whole starting two on the field or 22 on the field for the whole game? And that, that, Nobody ever has you know, injuries happen to everybody in every game. But again, like the rate in which they were happening to the Titans last year were ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we have to kind of see how that plays out. So, uh, Jack, say your stat again, your bye week stat, because I, I find this pretty interesting. So, just one team with a bye week prior to week nine in the past nine seasons has won the Super Bowl. So, with your bye week coming before week nine, just one team since 2013 has found a way to win the Super Bowl in that same season, and that was Peyton Manning's Denver Broncos with that all-time defense in 2015. And when it comes to teams making the Super Bowl with a bye week before Week 9, only four teams have done that in the last nine seasons. The last being the Niners in 18. You have the Panthers, who lost to Peyton Manning's Broncos team in that same 2015 season, and then you had the Seahawks in 2014. So with a bye week early on in the season, it's tough to kind of maintain that high level, that elite level of play on the uh, towards the end of your schedule and on into the playoffs, which is evident with these numbers. Right. Yeah, interesting. So let's ask this question now. What's your biggest concern about the Titan schedule? What's your biggest concern about the Titan schedule? I think Jack's pretty self-explanatory is the uh, the early bye week. So uh, what's your biggest concern about the Titan schedule? Let me go ahead and remind you guys, TennesseeTickets.com is where to go for all of your Titans tickets. Home games, type in Tennessee Titans. Boom. They all show up. Parking passes too. If you want to go to an away game, search. If you want to go to that Buffalo Bills game week two, search Buffalo Bills. Boom. That Titans game will pop up right there at TennesseeTickets.com. Zero hidden fees, a locally owned company, safe uh, to use for your tickets for the Titans throughout the season. And tickets are available now, so go jump on those uh, there. So, Jack, what are the people saying about their biggest concern about the Titans schedule? <laughs> Well, they're, they're with me, early bye, early bye week. I think you scared everybody into it. <laughs> well, it's, I just wanted to, to you know put the stats out there and let everyone else make their decision. Um, my earring fell off. Derek R. says the early bye. Titans Kyle, early bye. Nav, fair concern, the AFC West. It's a gauntlet. Um, weeks one through four, building chemistry. There's a lot of dudes that haven't taken a snap on offense with Ryan Tannehill, so it'll be interesting to see how those guys start the season. Early bye week, he's worried about Henry's dur durability, says Demetrius. Um, the short turnarounds, Chris Flint, a lot of short turnarounds. GB Thursday, followed by Cincinnati. Now, they do get 10 days to prepare for Cincinnati. That's that's the other side of the coin, but Green Bay on Thursday will be a very tough game. Kenneth says the early bye. Casey, Denver, Green Bay. That's your murderer's row right there. Jabu has it right. Um, don't like the Thursday night games. I don't like it either. Two Thursday night games is kind of brutal. How many teams in the NFL are playing two Thursday night games? Is that everybody? No. Uh, I mean, I know the Saint Evan Winter, the managing editor of A to Z Sports, and I yesterday were talking about this. Uh, the Cowboys, I think, did last year. The Saints did last year because the Saints had one on Thursday night uh, in back-to-back -back weeks around Thanksgiving before or after Thanksgiving. The Titans actually did had two Thursday night games or two Thursday games back in 1997, which – I guess the first year, the Tennessee Oilers, I, I had no idea. This is when they were in uh, the Liberty Bowl, so I had no recollection of that season whatsoever. But apparently they, the Titans slash Oilers played on Thanksgiving in 97 and then had another Thursday game for whatever reason. Uh, but, yeah, and the Bills, uh, Sean, our guy who uh, downloaded the BetMGM app and won 200 bucks last night off of A to Z Sports, uh, says the Bills are playing two or three Thursday night games because they open on Thursday night, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I find a lot of interesting, you know, things about that. I was not expecting there to be two Thursday night games, but I love the fact that 
they avoid New Year's Eve weekend. The, the Bills opening on Thursday night that doesn't really count though. I, I would I would so. much rather yeah. play my first game on Thursday because you're not coming off of a game, right? You're not coming right. off of short rest. You have the whole off season to rest, and then you get extra time to prepare for the Titans in week two. Starting your season on Thursday is a massive advantage for the Bills. Right. Derek yeah. says the layup games are a concern. And, you know, the Titans in years past, what's their what's their thing? They like well, to lose one, uh, you know, to a team they should dominate, and they'll beat a team that's probably better than them. That's so let's, let's look at the layup games. From Derek, like layup games, we all understand that there are no layups in the NFL, right? Any given Sunday. Uh, the Giants, weak team, correct. Nobody's doubting that. Washington, you know how to destroy Carson Wentz. You've done that a couple times. You, I think the Titans are 3-0 against Carson Wentz in the regular season overall, right? So Washington, that's after the Colts game, before bye. Trap game, trap game potential. Now, Zach and I have arguments constantly, and we, I'm sure we're going to have one entering that, of what the definition of a trap game is. That Washington game is the definition of a trap game. I it, see. I disagree it, with you. Really, because it follows a very important game, and what follows it is something you're looking forward to, which is the bye week. And the game itself against Washington is not a matchup that you emotionally care about. Like, division rivals cannot be trap games. Uh, conference rivals and foes that are have high expectations are not trap games. Uh, Washington... I is the perfect trap opponent before the bye week after the Colts is the perfect trap game setup. That's a trap game. Divisional games absolutely can be trap games. No, they cannot because pull, everybody pull the knows the divisional game counts more. Pull that schedule back up real quick. The, the trap game here in the first half of the, of the season is week eight at the Texans. I mean, you're coming off a divisional game against the Colts. You're looking forward to, to a game in Kansas City, followed by Denver, followed by Green Bay, followed by Cincinnati. Those are the four games everybody, every single player on the Titans are scheduled are okay. circling. The the trap game is is week eight against Houston because it's a look ahead game. No, no, no. But you never you never use division opponents to look ahead because that game matters too much, Jack. That's my point. Is that you know the the Houston game matters. You're not you can't overlook a divisional game because it counts twice, and it's a game you have to have. Washington is a trap game. It doesn't count towards your conference record in playoff race tiebreakers. You're after a big divisional opponent in the Colts, and you're before the bye week. That sets up beautifully for a trap game. That's I'll, a trap opponent. I'll say it's a trap game if the Titans beat the Colts in week four because sure, they'll feel sure. like the mission has been accomplished, right? If they lose that game sure, to Indianapolis no, with a bye yeah. week on the horizon, they're going to empty the, the MF and tank. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Okay. I don't disagree with that. But again, like you can't say the Texans are a trap game. You can't. They're not. And really, there's not another trap game on the schedule. The only thing that qualifies as a trap game is that Washington game. That's it, in my opinion. I just think with two teams, the, the Jags in week 14 is another potential. It, it, you, you, no, you have to no, win that game. No, you're it's a must-win game. I, I know it is. I know it is, which is, which is what makes it a trap game in a way because you've got the Texans and the Jaguars who haven't been relevant for the past two seasons. And I, and I, not being relevant is a compliment to actually I how hope, bad they've I, been. I hope Damon, my guy, is joking when he says the Eagles is a trap game. There's <laughs> no way – with AJ Brown, the Eagles is a trap game. You got to be joking. Please that game's late in the season. That gives AJ plenty of time to, you know, come up with a chest injury or maybe one of his knees starts acting up. If AJ Brown isn't out there, yeah, maybe he could turn into one. Yeah. Not with AJ Brown on the field. Absolutely not. Right. Um, yeah. So, all right. So you said your, your thing you're concerned about most is that early bye week. My concern, my biggest concern about this Titans schedule is the, the five-game stretch of Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, A.J. Brown. It Because there's so much, really it's the four quarterbacks plus the revenge A.J. Brown game. That's a, that is a heavy, heavy stretch of games, and it's kind of similar to what we saw last year of Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, 
uh, than it was the Colts in Indy and then uh, Matt Stafford and the Rams on Sunday night. The Titans won all four of those games, which was remarkable. But these four quarterbacks are going to be tough. And, you know, they beat what Russell Wilson and Mahomes last year. So they're beatable. They haven't been able to really beat Aaron Rodgers since Mike Malarkey was the head coach. And they haven't been able to beat Joe Burrow in two tries. And so there's a lot of emotion riding on those five weeks with a, a quick turnaround Thursday game and a mini buy before going into the, in the Bengals. That is my, my biggest concern, but overall, like it's not that bad. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's a alarming something that's screaming at me. That's like, Oh my gosh, watch out for this. I think it's a really, really good schedule and how it laid out for the Titans. I'm with you. And every schedule has a pretty much every team in the NFL is going to be going through a three or four game stretch like the Titans are going through. Now, they may not have to deal with the short rest that the Titans will be going through in that stretch, playing Green Bay on a Thursday after getting Denver. Um, so it's that the Titans fared pretty well. Remember last year when we circled those five games in the middle of the season? Um, I believe it was the Chiefs. The Saints were mixed in there. It was it was Bills, Chiefs, Colts, Rams, Saints in that order, and they dominated that. They won five in a row. The Titans, and that and that's been a thing too over the last few years. They played to the level of their competition at times. We saw it with Houston. They stepped down against when the Texans came to town. They stepped down. They played to the Texans' level, but when they play against the, the NFL's elite, they handle business most of the time. So that's not something I worry about with Mike Vrabel's team. They're well coached. The you know they, they've got stars. They've got AJ Brown. They're, they'll hopefully have Robert Woods. Traylon Burks will hopefully emerge by that gauntlet that we've circled that four game stretch. Mm-hmm. So you you have a team that should be clicking by that point in the season. Now you never know how long it takes these guys, especially these rookies. And it's not just on the offensive side of the ball. You've got to worry about your your, your corner uh, opposite from Christian Fulton, right? You're playing those quarterbacks that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just Mahomes. It's Russell Wilson. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Joe Burrow. So you got to have that corner, that number two corner solidified. you got to know what you're doing over there because those guys will pick you apart if you aren't ready to come to play. Yeah. Uh, Damon says, when is Robert Woods back? I, I believe he will be eight months out of his surgery for training camp. So around, I mean, I think you can expect potentially to be available for week one, but not like fully involved and ready to explode by week one, right? Like I I would say Robert Woods helping you considerably in October is fairly realistic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In October for sure. Right. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Robert Woods healthy week one at some point in October. Yeah, again, being healthy is one thing, but having a rapport with Tannehill is another. Sure. Yeah. All right. A to Z Sports here live on this Friday. I've had a good show so far talking about the Titans schedule. I saw Patrick just 11 and 6 on Facebook. So now I, let's do it. Gut reaction. <laughs> What's the record going to be? Buck hates this question, so we're going to ask it uh, so we don't have to ask him. I love it. I love this question. What is your record prediction after seeing the schedule what is your record prediction real quick let me tell you guys about wilson county hyundai it is a tough time to buy a vehicle right now hard to get the great inventory so what do you got to do go somewhere you know can help you out wilson county hyundai Payne bone and his team in lebanon are incredible we've been working with them for three years uh they are trustworthy They're going to do what's right by you with your vehicle, your needs, your price range, your finances, whatever it might be, they will make it happen for you. Wilson County Hyundai, they've got great models. The Hyundai is a great brand, affordable, luxurious, all the bells and whistles, all the different, the Palisade's insane, guys. If you haven't tried the Hyundai Palisade and you're looking for that third row SUV, the Hyundai Palisade's where it's at. uh, Wilson County Hyundai is where to go at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. BetMGM is also where to go if you're a sports better. Download the BetMGM app now or after the show ends. Stick around. We want to hear your your predictions. Don't go anywhere just yet, but after the show ends, download the BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z200. That's A-T-O-Z 200. Put a $10 money line wager on any of the NBA teams in action tonight, and that turns into $200 when a single three-pointer is made in the game you bet on. 
$10 on the money line for the Celtics, the Bucks, the Grizzlies, or the Warriors turns into $200 when a single three-pointer is made in the game you bet on. Don't forget to use that code A to Z200. New users, when you sign up, turn $10 into $200 with code ATOZ200. Yep, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions, subject, qualification, eligibility requirements. Rewards issued if non-withdrawable free bets are set credit. Free bets expire seven days. For problem game and support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Jack, what's the record predictions? I see we got a lot of comments. What Ooh, are people yeah. saying? Okay, let me let me scroll to the top. I want to get as many people as I can. Yeah. Um, we've got John says 10 and 7. 12 and 5, says Billy. That's good. The, the shot, apparently, I said AJ Brown is still in the Titans, so the Saki's doing its magic. Darren, oh, yeah. Darren says 10 and 7. Teddy says 10 and 7. Eric says 11 and 6. Nav thinks under 500. This is the year where the Titans finally go under 500. I don't know. Mm. Nav, mm. 8 and 9. That's the lowest I've seen so far. Marquis, 11 and 6. I think 11 and 6 is going to be popular here, but I'm seeing 12 and 5. Nate, Caesar says 10 and 6. Danny, 11 and 6. Alex, 12 and 5. Brent 10 and 7. Johnny 12 and 5. 11 and 6 uh says Naz. Steven, big Steve, 14 and 3. Okay. Steve, I see you. Kenneth says 11 and 6. 11 and 6, 12 and 5, says Donald. 8 and 9. Here's another 8 and 9. Jason Lloyd is pessimistic on the Titan season. 11 and 6 from Tyler. 11 and 6 or 12 and 5. Nas Good says 10 and 7. Chris says 11 and 6. Um Nine and eight says Jeff, the Colts fan. Um, nine and eight says Demetrius missing the playoffs. Demetrius, really? Okay, okay. I mean, it's possible. Don't it's a first place schedule. Uh, Twelve and five says Kalen. Keelan. Uh, Ten and seven says Titans. Kyle. Mister Clean's rolling with eleven and six. So a, a lot of most of these comments that have rolling in. I'm sorry that I couldn't get to all of you. It'd take an hour. But um, <laughs> a lot of eleven and sixes and a lot of twelve and fives. Those two dominated the chat right now. All right, so I just did mine. This is what I thought I was going to do. Actually, I did. I, I gave the Titans more wins than I originally thought. I ha- I just went through and wrote WL, WL, right? Like, that's just going through it. I went, I landed on 11 and 6. I thought I was going to be 10 and 7, but I landed on 11 and 6. My losses that I have here, Jack, or I've got, well, I'll just go through it. I got Giants win, Bills win, loss versus the Raiders, loss at the Colts, win at Washington. So I've got three and two by the bye week. I think that's a threshold the Titans need to be at. Then I've got win versus the Colts, win at the Texans, loss at the Chiefs, win versus the Broncos, loss at the Packers, win versus the Bengals, Loss at Philly, win versus Jags, loss at Chargers, win, win, win to wrap it up. So 11 and six is my record there prediction with the six losses coming Raiders, Colts, Chiefs, Packers, Eagles, Chargers. That's what I got. Okay. Leave, go, leave it up because, you know, I need, I need some visual aid here. Okay. There you go. Okay. For me, it's uh, I'm going with you. It's 11 and six, but I think we're going to have different losses. I, I believe that they'll beat the Giants. Vrabel in week one, historically pretty good. Don't let Arizona fool you and Miami, that rain game a few years ago that lasted 12 hours. Um, those are really the only two that come to mind that he's lost to open the season. I do think Buffalo will get them. Buffalo last year probably should have had them. They lost it. So I think Buffalo will be the first loss. I, I actually think that that Raiders game on short rest is going to be tough. So I think they start the season one and two. I do think that they win at Indy because it's going to get weird. you got to bear with me. So they've got two losses right now. They just beat the Colts in week four. They're going to beat Washington in week five. Okay. So you enter the bye week three and two. That's a fine start if you ask me. They're going to lose at home to the Colts after the bye week because this this, look, the Titans, it it doesn't go according to plan usually. So they'll they'll be three and three by week seven. They'll beat the Texans. That's that's their fourth win. The next loss comes – to Denver in week 10. I do believe that they'll beat the, the Chiefs. So that's four losses in week 10. You're going to lose to Green Bay because that, that just happens if you're a Titans fan. So that's your fifth loss of the season to Green Bay. I think they'll beat the Bengals. They'll beat the, the Eagles. They'll beat the Jaguars. They'll lose to the Chargers for the sixth loss. And I do, I agree with you. I think that they win the last three. 
it's going to be tough. It's going to be a war of attrition by that point in the season with that bye week coming at, in week six. But I, yeah. I, I think that they also finish 11 and six. I would, I would lean 10 and seven before 12 and five. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, whether it's the Broncos, the bills, you know, that's kind of, there's a couple of those toss up games, no doubt about it. But uh, so to break it down, I, I have the Titans at 11 and six. I have the Titans five and one in the AFC South, which I think should be good enough to win the AFC South, depending on um, how the Colts do, obviously. Then I had the Titans at eight and four in the AFC, which I think is very important because I think the AFC schedule is tough. I had them losing to the Raiders, the, the Colts, the uh, Chiefs, and the Chargers. So the tiebreakers will be interesting to, to see what happens when we get to that uh, AFC record there. Yeah, those are the games the Titans have to win, especially with a team that, you know, most people agree that they're probably going to take a step back. Now, I, I, I don't know that that's true because we saw Tannehill at his worst since he's arrived in Tennessee. So I think it's, it's more likely than not that he takes a step forward while, you know, the, the pieces around him kind of work to figure, to figure themselves out. But um, it, it's, I do believe it's a double-digit win season um, as long as none of the, the key guys get hurt on offense or defense. Um, health in the secondary is going to be crucial this year. So, yeah, I'm, go, I'm going 10-7, and 11-6, and six, and I haven't seen anything on the Titans' win total just yet. I know that they're minus 6.5. They're 6.5-point favorites week one. Have you seen a win total pop up? Uh, it's been a, not an updated one. <clears throat> I saw nine and a half. It's um, going to be nine and a half. Five yeah. Yeah. I think nine and a half is probably the right <clears throat> win total. Uh, so what, what does the 11 and six or 10 and seven mean? You know, that eight and four is what the Titans were in the AFC last year. Right. And they were 12 and five overall with five and one in the division. So the, the difference is last year, the Titans beat the saints this year. I have the Titans losing to, uh, I guess the extra game would be the Packers, right? Like that's that's where I have the difference in last year's record and this year's record. So yeah, I mean, I think ten and seven, I think gets you in the playoffs because the Steelers got in at nine seven and one last year. The Colts and Dolphins missed at nine and eight. The Chargers missed at nine and eight. I think ten and seven gets you in the playoffs. I nine and seven don't or nine and eight don't risk it. Nine and eight, I think mm -hmm. you're out. 10 and seven is what you got is the low bar to get in the playoffs. 10 and seven, you get in as long as you handle business in the AFC, right? You, you got to win those AFC games. And I mentioned that I think they'll lose to the Raiders. I've, I have some people in the chat saying, what about the Raiders scares we, you? Devontae we both Adams. said that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think it's just Devonta Adams. I think it's Chandler Jones as well. That front four that the Raiders have is not to be messed with. And the Raiders um, are good in the early part of the season. Like yeah, that's just because just because the Raiders are probably the worst of the four in the AFC West does not make them a bad team. I mean, it, the, the AFC West is the NFC West of last year. There's four teams that could make the playoffs. Now Seattle fell off uh, because Russell Wilson had that hammer finger thing. But the AFC West has four teams that'll be vying for a playoff spot as long as injuries don't you know bite them. So um, yeah, I, I I do worry about the Raiders. I, the Bengals game is not going to be a cakewalk. Although I love the extra rest heading into it. You've got to take care of business when you have this extra rest. You know, the, the Indianapolis game in week seven, I mentioned that I think that each team will win on the road this year between the Colts and the Titans because you have NWI, the Colts killer, playing in Indianapolis. Um, I'm joking about that, by the way. But um, then you get Cincinnati, and obviously you get Jacksonville in week 18. I think, I think a lot of people are kind of looking over that Jacksonville game, thinking, you know what, the Jacksonville week 18, easy win, man. It's week 18 against a divisional foe on the road, a team that desperately wants to see you lose and potentially miss out on the playoffs. The Titans have won that game the last three years, though. I know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying you cannot you cannot take the Jack. The Titans have been on the road in Houston the last three years in a win to get something they want and have to have. It hasn't been that easy. Is yeah, but is. they've won it all like they won it all three years. That's that's fine. I'm just I'm just saying that the, it was you know, win to clinch against Houston. a divisional rival is tough. Win to clinch in Houston, they did that. Win to win the AFC uh, South, they did that. And Derrick Henry got 2,000 yards. Then it was win last year to get the number one seed, and they did that. I'm, I'm not saying that they're going to lose to the Jaguars. I'm saying the Jaguars are probably going to be playing at least 15 games with no motivation. They will not be making the playoffs. They're, they're looking to grow. 
but the game that they will be motivated to play will probably be against a divisional rival that has dominated them and owned them since 2019. And they would love nothing more than to repeat what happened with the Colts last year. So, but yeah, I, I but don't think Colts, I don't think that they're going to lose that game. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But ironically, the difference is the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville in like five or six years, mm-hmm. which is just crazy to think about. So that's not what the Titans are. No, I know. I, I, I'm simply just pointing out yeah. that that game should be taken seriously. Okay. I mean, yeah, it should be because it's the last game of the season, and you never know what you got to have to get there. Uh, to get that game. All right, let's wrap up this week of shows with ain't that good news. What is everybody's good news on this Friday? But real quick, let me tell you guys about our friends at Farm Bureau Health Plans. Jack's a part of the Farm Bureau Health Plan family. So is Zach Bingham. You can get a better health coverage with better rates and better service by going to fbhp.com slash ATOZ. I'll say it again, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Just go check out the website out. You can either do a Zoom or a phone call to get started. You can walk into one of their 200-plus locations across the entire state of Tennessee. Farm Bureau Health Plans can get you locked in with great health coverage at a low rate and have actually actual service. There's so many benefits of being part of the Farm Bureau Health Plan family. I don't even know, but Jack knows, Zach knows. So check them out, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's right. Walk into the Franklin office and tell Vicky that Jack Gentry from A to Z Sports Century she'll hook you up. Um, don't forget, download the BetMGM app. If you're a sports better, you need to do this. This is the time. The show's about to end. Once this thing wraps up, I want you to download the BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z200, A-T-O-Z-200. Put $10 on the money line for any of the four teams in action in the NBA tonight, and that turns into $200 with a single three-pointer being made. There will be tons of threes in both games. It's either Steph or Clay or the Grizzlies with Dylan Brooks hopefully hopefully stepping up tonight for the first time all series. And then uh, you've got <laughs> Jason Tatum in the Bucks uh, or Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. There's a ton of three-point shooters on the Celtics. And then in the Bucks, they're going to make some as well. There's going to be threes made across both games. So put a $10 money line wager on one of the four teams, your favorite team in action tonight. That turns into $200 with a single three-pointer made in that game with code ATOZ200. Take advantage. <laughs> All right, time for Ain't That Good News on this Friday. Uh, Dylan Bricks. is. God, it's been so painful to watch. I've never seen a player shoot a team out of the playoffs like I've seen Dylan Brooks do it. And the worst part about it is he's great on defense. They they can't take him off the floor because of how great he does at locking up Steph Curry. But the dude builds, I mean, four-story houses during the first four quarters or during the four quarters of the game. It's it's. It's an impossible situation if you're Taylor Jenkins. Oh, I feel all day about that. That's not my business. Lamar, expecting my firstborn any minute now. I see this is for you. I I love uh, Lamar. Are you in the waiting room? Are you in this? Are you in the delivery room? Where are you right now, physically, as you're waiting for your firstborn any minute now, watching the show? Because that would be amazing if we were on as your firstborn came into this world. And the fir- one of the first voices he hears, he or she hears, is mom, dad, and us two. That would be amazing. I, I, Uncle Austin and Uncle Jack. Yes, absolutely. Hey, I'll do whatever I need to do. We're right um, there with you, man. That's so, awesome. Congratulations. Dude, in, all, in all seriousness, congratulations. That's awesome. So I hope everything goes well with the delivery. But let us know where you are because I'm very curious. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, more good news. Uh, Jeff, Big Ten Jeff is good news. His mom's whole office trip is in Prague in October, and he might be going. So the Preds also play in Prague in October. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Actually. Yeah. So Jeff, I, I don't know if you care about hockey, but going to an NHL game in Prague in October might sound like a good idea. There's certainly worse ways to spend a weekend, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No doubt about that. Oh, yeah. Lamar is in the delivery room. That's amazing. That's awesome. Shout out to, Man, shout Lamar. Out to Lamar and uh, and Lamar's significant other who's uh, actually doing the work. <laughs> so uh, more good news. Uh, David says Lamar and his wife chose life. There you go. Uh, let's see. David says good news. My son's U8 baseball team is playing a doubleheader tomorrow with an opportunity to go undefeated for the regular season and snag the one seed. Just, just don't uh, have three errors against the Cincinnati team in the playoffs to ruin that one seed there, Damon. What's that a reference to? 
you kidding me, Jack? Oh, the three picks that Tannehill threw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, we can't cross-sport reference. Okay. Aaron, I think I did a very good job of cross-sporting that reference. <laughs> I was thinking of the Reds who've won eight games in 32 tries. So Yeah, the Reds um, suck. <laughs> Aaron says he's so happy that the schedule's out, excited about football season, and now I know what game we are going to play while I'm in Cancun, Mexico. So that's a, that's a subtle flex from Aaron. Congratulations on your Mexico trip. Yeah, so you got an extra true. plane ticket. Count me in. Um, yeah. it, look, I'm happy. It's Friday. I, I'm going to start off here if that's okay. Okay. No, go for it. My good news is that, and look, I, I want to preface this. I do not like watching soccer, really. Soccer has never caught on for me. But I went to my first game at Geodis Park. It, it was last Sunday. And it was a, it was a, it was pretty fun. They played Real Salt Lake, and National SC ended up winning 2-0 with a goal to seal it from CJ Spong in um, extra time mm-hmm. or stoppage time, I should say. But I think I'm catching. I think it's catching on with me. I, I think that Jack Gentry, the soccer fan, there's there's a part of me that's bubbling up inside okay. after going to one of those games. They are awesome, by the way. The, the roadies or or whatever you call the group that sits behind the goal. I mean, I wish Titans fans were that way. The passion that those dudes have, and those those guys and girls have, uh, I, I wish was you know, we saw some of that in Nissan. That they're definitely the most passionate fan base from any team in Nashville, any team in Tennessee for that matter. They go absolutely crazy. The stadium is beautiful, and I went to a couple games at Nissan Stadium, and, and it just felt like you were too far away from the action. Right, you, you were I mean 20, 30 feet from the actual game. You're on top of it in Geodas Park. It's so fun. I'm I'm into it. Nashville SC is good. They've got great players. It's exciting. But I will say, I've got a, a, with my good news comes one complaint, a little shade to end my good news. Getting out of that place is an absolute nightmare. It almost <laughs> all the joy you have leaving it. Terrible. Right. Right. But go soccer. There you go. There you go. More good news. This is coming from uh well, where'd it go? From Zach Goodman. He goes, my good news, already have New York New Year's Eve planned for a great Nashville trip, hopefully kicking it off with Dallas and the Titans. I think that's badass because we were. I was messaging with a lot of our A to Z Sports Dallas guys, and they're like, oh, Nashville, New Year's, Thursday night football all together? So who knows if we'll be having a uh, A to Z Sports worldwide uh, reunion uh, in Nashville. But uh, Zach, I just uh, dropped you a link to the TennesseeTickets.com titans cowboys ticket page so go check those out too uh my good news is that uh first it is uh my brother-in-law's birthday so happy 30th to dan uh so happy 30th to dan on friday the 13th which i'm sure uh, he's having fun with as well also tomorrow morning heading out of town got the dogs with us going to the beach for a nice few days of relaxation and doing absolutely nothing so my first time going on a beach trip with my dogs and my wife. And I uh, can't wait for that. Looking forward to uh, all of that this upcoming few days as well. So that is my good news. Uh, and then uh, Danny also says, you guys keep uh, to do a need to do a crossover show with Nashville and Dallas. That is going to happen. We've already talked awesome. about that. That'll be fun. That'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Austin, what, what's your beach drink? You're sitting on the beach. You're relaxing. You're watching the waves roll in. The sun is out. You're getting a little tan. What's in your hand? So this trip is going to be different than most of my vacations because most of my vacations, I will be partaking in several drinks. This vacation is, no, I'm going to have a few drinks. I'm not going to go crazy. I, this is more of a relax with the family yeah, and the dogs yeah. and have fun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't know, like I'll, I'll something light, something fresh. I, I'm not, I don't drink beer anymore. Mm-hmm. Beer doesn't go well with my body. I get way more hungover with beer than I do anything else. And so I'm probably just going to have some seltzers, you know, chill. And then, you know, have maybe a bottle of wine with my wife at night or something like that. But that's about it. It's a classy affair. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I just, just saw, chill. by the way, I don't know. Do you, do you, have you ever been to Sonic? You, do you like the Sonic drinks that they have? The cherry lime? Have they? I ever been to Sonic? Well, it's just a question. You, 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 eat, you eat pretty clean. Yeah. I haven't been to Sonic in a long time. Uh, there, there are seltzers that have come out with the Sonic drink flavors that I've seen. I've never, I haven't tried one, but I would, I, th- I think that would be a nice little beach drink. So if you're in a gas station and you see some Sonic seltzers, you, you gotta, you gotta bring, come back with a review. I'm not against it. Hey okay. Jack, we have, we have breaking news. Oh no. It's good news. 
Congratulations to Lamar, Lamar new yeah. Titans fan, boy, baby boys here. Everybody, welcome Lamar. Congratulations, that? Lamar. That's Everybody, so claps all around. Give me some clapping emojis. Give me some celebration emojis. Give me some baby boy emojis. Congrats to Lamar. This is awesome. <laughs> that is beautiful. A new Titans fan too. Hey. Hell yeah! And but- happy birthday, Lamar's little boy. Happy birthday to my brother-in-law Dan. Friday the thirteenth, baby, live on the show. Lamar is doing his part, Titans fans. He's growing the fan base. <laughs> Lamar, you're the man. Thank you for sticking with us, and it's such an important day and moment of your life. You're the yeah, man. This is awesome. I mean, this is this is great. This is a this is a morning I will never forget on this show. <laughs> is that Lamar? Lamar, what's uh, we got to follow up on on you know next week with the name uh, of of your baby boy because it's maybe we'll have to get like. You know what? I kind of want to send Lamar like an A to Z hat or something. So I, I'm going to DM Lamar after the show to give him a baby boy gift because this is pretty cool. So congrats to Lamar. Shout out Lamar. Hope uh, hope mom is doing great. Hope baby boy is doing great. Uh, so that's a perfect way to end this week, isn't it? I'm, yes, it's perfect. In my mind, that child's name is Leroy James. <laughs> congrats, Lamar. Congrats, Lamar. Congrats, Mom. And we will uh, see you guys later on. Have a great weekend. Titans mini camp coming up in just a few hours. I'll be there. So social media is going to be on fire this afternoon. Malik Willis, Traylon Burks, Kyle Phillips, Chica Conquo, uh, Roger McCreary, Hassan Haskins, all these guys will have video for it. So we'll see you guys later on. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later.